It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night show. Now on the line for us, we have John McLaughlin of McLaughlin and Associates, the pollster of all pollsters. John, McLa- John McLaughlin, uh, I wanted to talk to you also about this recent poll that you put out. The trust in the media has hit historic lows. 11% of Americans polled believe in the media as far as TV, right, mainstream. Were you surprised by these results? No. And, uh, uh, you know, unless they, the 11% listen to ABC radio. So, exactly. you know, that's it's the rest of them. I mean, when you look at it. When you think about what they cover, what they don't cover, like I was listening to you talk about, uh, uh, the, you know, what's going on with the U.S. attorney in Delaware. I mean, on Election Day in 2020, we did a post-election survey. As soon as people voted, we got, we got you know, how they voted and why they voted. And among Biden voters, 36 percent of the voters were unaware of the scandal on Hunter Biden. And we did that for the Media Research Center. Thirty-six percent of all Biden voters didn't know about Hunter Biden's laptop, the scandal, the payoffs, the corruption, and they voted for Biden. And when they were told about it after the fact, uh, you had thirteen percent said it would, they would have changed their vote, where a lot of them wouldn't have voted for Biden or gone to the Green Party or something else. That would have changed the whole election. Trump would well, have won. Well, well, John, this is Rudy Washington. I would like to ask A.G. Barr why did he keep that such a secret. He, they had the uh, laptop for over a year prior to the election. Well, exactly. And, you know, the, to the fact that, by the way, the president called me up the night before uh, the, the uh, night before he was in the second debate. And he says some people are telling him not to make corruption an issue. And I said, that's interesting because I got a poll back from your campaign today where if they're voting for Donald Trump, the number one thing they like least about Joe Biden was corruption. Democrats would say his age. By the way, it's still going on. This New York Times poll that's come out that they're saying people, yeah. they finally caught up. It's the wrong direction that uh, the country's, you know, we had at the end of June, we had 71 percent of the voters saying wrong track. And we had uh, only 23 percent would vote for Biden again in a Democrat primary. That's worse than Lyndon Johnson. But 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 in the meantime, uh you know what they're what they were saying. They gave choices about what why they wouldn't vote for Biden again, and they said job performance, not doing a good job, prefers someone new, not progressive enough, ability to win the general election, mental acuity, views on the domestic issues. None. They didn't have corruption as a choice. What about How destroying the country? Have... What about destroying the country, John? This is right. Craig Eaton. But, I mean, to me, he's destroying yeah. this country. But they're saying it's age. So Democrats, the liberals want to say he's too old right now. They don't want to say he's destroying the country. Right. They don't want to say his corruption is destroying the country because you can look it up in the media reports. Tell me what Russian oligarchs are not uh, sanctioned. The ones that had Hunter Biden on their payroll. And and in the meantime, when you look at the what he could do to lower inflation, John's been saying this for months and weeks, all President Biden has to do is increase oil and gas production and prices will go down in the United States and around the world. And he refuses to do so. Why? Because Putin's financing his war on, you know, uh, people paying rubles for Russian oil. And Donald Trump had it. This is why people people are saying in their polls, like in the end of June, they're, they're telling us in focus groups and stuff. You know, I don't listen to his Twitters. I don't watch his rallies. I don't like him personally, but I'd vote for the guy again because 
you know, you have all these voters where they said 50 in the end of June, 57 percent disapprove the job that Biden's doing. Now the New York Times has come around to it. Seventy one percent say the country's on the wrong track. Eighty percent say uh, the economy is getting worse, not better. Fifty six percent say we're in recession. And 42 percent of all voters in the United States say they are struggling to make ends meet to have basic necessities. Well, John, uh, this is really, again. Um, the paper of record for the Democrats is the New York Times, and they basically told the party it's free to go after him, you know, that, you know, uh, they're not supporting him. They all but said that. Um, yeah. So, you know, you see Gavin Newsom and, and, and the rest of these guys out there. But the big question I would like to hear your comments on is since the Democrats have been so big on virtual signaling and, you know, uh, you got to have one of this and one of that. You got to have a transvestite. You got to have this. How do they get rid of uh, the vice president without being accused of being racist? The very thing that they, they go around dividing the country on. They don't because there was a rumor that when the Supreme Court job opened up, they were going to give it to gonna, her. Right. They were going to give it to her, and Hillary Clinton was going to move in exactly. as vice president. Yeah, I told and, every, I told everybody yeah. around the studio that that I saw that as a plan on their part. Um, and, and, and this is horrible. What they're doing to Supreme Court justices, is that to fulfill that plan? I don't know. You know, but, you know, I hate to think of somebody getting hurt. And if uh, anybody picked it up today, the congresswoman out of Seattle, I, her name escapes me, Jay Powell, I think her name is. Mm-hmm, Jay Powell. Yeah. I had somebody show up at her house screaming and yelling with a gun. I mean, so you play this game, it can blow up either way. It does not have to be a Supreme Court justice. It could be a congressperson or whatever. They need to stop doing this. And, and and I don't understand the AG, why he does not drop the hammer on these people uh, doing this stuff. Um, John McLaughlin, uh, Seattle, you just mentioned it, Rudy Washington. Crime is up 164% there. We saw that video in San Francisco of kids trying to get to, to the bus stop. It's their school bus, and they have to go through all these drug addicts, open drug market. Now they just brought in a San Francisco district attorney, uh, Brooke Engel, who said she is going to actually enforce the law. Based on the polling, have you seen people actually waking up and saying, maybe I shouldn't vote Democrat because we're seeing all of these liberal cities awash in red, meaning blood? I mean, how much more... How many more people have to die and businesses have to fold because of crimes, et cetera, et cetera, before people wake up and realize it is the officials, the politicians that are orchestrating all of this to happen? Well, you're seeing it. You're Forget the polls. You're seeing it at the, at the ballot box. Because look at the recall in San Francisco against Chesa Bodine. Look at Nassau County last year when they elected Ann Donnelly. DA in a landslide against Tom Todd Kaminsky, who helped write the uh, cashless bail law, and look at Lee Zeldin against Kathy Hochul right now. You know, Kathy Hochul was hoping Lee didn't come through this primary, and and I was on your show right before the primary, and we said he was going to win by 21 points. He won by 21 points, and it was decisive. And now she's got a problem because Lee Zeldin's out there saying we got to fire Alvin Bragg today. And he's been saying it for months that day one he's going to fire, fire the guy. And now you have this bodega owner, the poor guy in self-defense, um, you know, was in a terrible, unfortunate, unfortunate situation. He had decided it's me or this other person who's attacking me. And what does Alvin Bragg do? He puts... The, the bodega guy in Rikers Island who's defending himself and the girlfriend that knifed him 
is out free. I mean, Lee Zeldin against Kathy Hochul right now, we're going to send a message in November, just like they did in Nassau last year, just like the voters in San Francisco did. And, you know, unless changes are made uh, to what's going on in New York State and these other, these other, uh, uh, these other states that have these foolish policies, the voters are going to react. And, you know, that's why they're doing stupid things. The Democrats like this kangaroo court against uh, Donald Trump in Washington. I mean, it's just ridiculous. But uh, but people want solutions. They want the price of gas to go down. They want crime to go down. They want the border to be safe. They want inflation to go down. So, John, we got a break John, now. Before, before we, uh, we go off, we're going to have to take a break. I want to give you again condolences on your dad. It's very, very oh. hard to lose a dad at uh, no matter what the age is and uh, and uh, we, all of us uh, feel for you and and God bless well, him and we'll God bless you too thank you you my you know you and Margot Margot you know sent me condolences and and you know your friend our friend Pete King came to the, the funeral so uh dad led a great life and now we've got to you know take care of people here in New York so that we you know so that it's safe and secure and that kind of New York that he loved that you loved that we all loved growing up um gets restored so uh you know, thank you for what you're doing. We appreciate it. Losing is not an option here, like Lee says. Well, no. thank you so much, uh, John <laughs> McLaughlin. Thank you so much. And now when we come back, we'll be speaking with Congresswoman Kat Kamick. She's going to talk to us about the border and what's going on there. Remember, she was the one who first alerted us about the baby formula that we were seeing at the migrant centers, but they were bare shelves here. We'll also be speaking with Ryan Payne, talking more about energy. Keep it right here. Cats at night. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 